Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Thank you so much for having me. Real pleasure and honor. A pleasure and honor. Well, the couples, uh, they get together and there's a lot of fireworks and, you know, we uh, do all kinds of things. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, many, many couples fall into the status quo. The status quo is nobody knows what's going on behind those closed doors of that house, but a certain status quo has set in, you know, where those things that you had so much fun doing and that, yes, you were the person that did all that lovemaking. And yes, you were doing all those activities and you love to hear each other talk for hours. You could, you would just wish that you could hear them, but Mm -hmm. it ends and people get frustrated and, you know, one usually more than the other. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, somebody reaches out and um, although someone else might not be so into the intervention, um, intervention happens because somebody uh, raises enough of a fuss yeah. about I got needs, you mm-hmm. know, I want my life to be better, you mm-hmm. know, I got uh, world needs, sexual needs, mm-hmm. and uh, they're not being met, and I don't feel good, you know. And uh, some people are extremely surprised, you know, when all of a sudden you know go, oh, the, their relationship just ended. Well, mm-hmm. you know, certain things didn't happen, and uh, while intervention is tough, it's good. Yeah. You know, it brings out the the needs that everybody has. Everybody should, you know, we spend a lot of time, I think, try, thinking we're meeting the people we love's needs. Mm. And we get them things that they think they need. But we need to ask them what they really need. We need to say, what do you need? What can I do to make your life fulfilling and happy and lovely and wonderful? And uh, that's when things change. I love it. I love it. I love it, Zev. This is so powerful, especially getting clear communication on what are those needs, what what are the expectations, and oftentimes I think in relationships, and you would know more than me, but in relationships, it can go months and even years or even decades without those needs, the communication happening that hey, this is important to me, and like I want to work on this, I want to do something about it, and it might be difficult, and the part other partner may not have uh, the willingness to have that kind of a conversation. So at that point, they seek someone like you and say, hey, like Zev, I want to I want to transform this. I want my needs met. I want to be fulfilled in my relationship. I love this person. And I want. I just want to be deeper, more intimately connected, whether physically, romantically, sexually, um, in- intimately, whatever it might be, there's a way to, to do that. And so they come to you to really re- ignite that spark to recreate uh, a great relationship even if they've been together for a couple months a couple years or a couple decades that's correct and that is correct and people again people need need to hear from somebody else they need Mm. you know that door to open that front door and they just need to let somebody come in so that they can just hear them out hear what isn't happening and make suggestions for what could be happening and 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 the first thing that i basically come at people with is 
um, play, mm. adult play. Adult play is very underrated. It's mm. actually um, discouraged. Um, you know, you got to, you know, you got to get up, boy. You know, you got to be a man, you yeah. know, or, or you got to be a working adult or you got to be this. And, and we tend to act like adults and uh, we don't realize, you know, that we forgot about the joy. You know mm-hmm. that we had when we first got together, yeah. and um, one or, one or two of them is missing that joy, and um, the joy is there to be found, but somebody has to initiate that. Somebody has to get that ball rolling, and somebody sometimes someone has to be dragged, you know, um, or um, crying and whatever, kicking and screaming. Um, yep, <laughs> you know, kicking and screaming to to, to hear. Yeah, you know, I, I used to say, you know, in my office days when I did a lot of work in the office that there were scuff marks on my stairs, you know, mm. coming down the thing from, you know, people being dragged. But um, it's for their own good. And um, people people have a right to be fulfilled, um, mm. even individually. I encourage, you know, I meet with couples and I usually meet with each of them, you know, alone yeah. just to find out so they're not inhibited. Sure. Um, you know, and they say, tell me the way it is. Tell me what you want. You know, I ask them, what do you want? And, and, a lot, I want to be fulfilled. I want someone I can count on. I don't feel like I want a hug. I want to be. I want to be appreciated, and I want to be loved. And and there's nothing wrong with that. That's absolutely what people should have. And and I and I basically say, well, if you want that, you're going to have to, you know, put your foot down. You're going to have to say, put your raise your hand and say, hello. You know, I'm not. I don't have my needs met. Um, here's what I need because I'm not going on this way. Mm-hmm. We're not going on. We're not continuing this way. A lot of couples stay in the status quo. The mm-hmm. status quo of couples is a very strong thing. Mm-hmm. I would say it's akin to a person like me sometimes walking out in front of a train. You know, <laughs> and basically, you're going to get run over by the train. Um, you know, me, I've been at it for, for, for many years, so I don't get run over anymore. <laughs> but it is a powerful, powerful force yeah. of don't bother us. You know, we're somewhat fine the way we are. And, you know, I say, well, it doesn't sound like you're very fine, you know, and you don't sound like you're very happy sexually. And you don't sound like uh, somebody can count on somebody that, you know, that they need to. What happened to all that? You know, you, what happened to those? And, and I encourage couples, you know, go get some pictures mm. of when you first met. Wow. Go look at those pictures and take a look and see. You know uh, uh, what a well-screwed person looks like. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know what somebody who's sexually fulfilled yes. um, looks like, and and look and recognize that. Guess what? That was the two of you. That was you two. You yeah. loved being with each other. You couldn't wait to, you know, to 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 get off of work, you know, or get out of school and get there yep. and be there with them. You know, now it's like. Two strangers passing in the night, you know, mm. and nobody, um, you know, and there's just this cloud, you know, that's hanging over that doesn't have to be there. Um, would I say that it's comfortable to come out from under that cloud? It's not. Mm. But it, if you want to live and you want to be happy and you want to be fulfilled, you're going to have to um, find a way to get out and move. One of you is going to have to move, you know, out from under that cloud and um, out of the comfort zone you know, of the status quo. Yeah. It's like the, the quality of life is at stake. Like what, what quality of life do we want to be living? Just 
drifting along, waiting for this relationship to either, you know, like to, it's basically to die. If, if we're at that point Pretty in our much. relationship where it's like, you know, it's okay. We're just getting by. It's like, okay, well, what are you working towards? What's the next evolution of your journey? Is there, is there a better that you're wanting to work towards or is it just decaying? Are you just, are you just on the downward slope of decay to, to one of you die? Like, is that what you're going towards? And so I, I think really a lot of people, I think you're right. I think a lot of people think that in some ways that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm. They think that that's the way they saw that, mm. you know, either growing up or they saw that, you know, in, in relationships that they, that they role modeled and well, that's the way it's supposed to be. You got to be responsible and you got to be an adult and you got to mm. be this and you got to be that. No, I think you have to be joyful yes. and you have to be happy yes. and you have to find something, you know, to, you know, to rev up the, the anticipation um, yeah. that you guys once had. And, you know, one of those things is, is, um, I mean, there's many, yep. you know, there's many, many things and, you know, I don't know where we're going here so far, but novelty, novelty is, is the thing that gets our neural juices flowing mm. and our neural juices have everything to do with what we're talking about. Mm. When you get those neural juices flowing, um, by doing something novel, um, the whole date night thing was supposed to be, it was literally, um, conceived to be, um, to be a novel thing that couples did, yeah. even though nowadays, sometimes some date nights, I mean, I've heard some people say, you know, I think I'd rather cut my wrist than go <laughs> you know, on a date night. And that shouldn't be that way. It just, you know, that's when it becomes an ob obligatory kind of, right. you right. go to dinner and you look at each other and everybody in the restaurant knows you're a couple that's uh. not very happy <laughs> and you're eating dinner with each other. What do you do? Yeah. I, I don't think that's a date night. I think no. a date night, a date night might be this. Date night might be you uh, arrive separately at a restaurant or you arrive separately at some venue and you sit by, you know, some bar or some chair and you whisper, you know, oh, look, that nice, to, you know, and you hug each other and you, that you, that, that, and you walk in and you whisper in their ear, you know, guess what? I forgot to put my underwear on, you know? <laughs> tonight you know that kind of thing uh these are now you know that's a that, that that's an example of doing something different you yes. know that unexpected and yeah. the unexpected while sometimes it scares us mm. it also turns us on yeah. and this is all about um turned off to turned on and, and you know that's just one example there yeah. are many i got loads you i know? bet it i bet uh, you do <laughs> So Zeva, I, I love this man, and I want to dive into more of the play, the joy, the fun, all that great stuff in a sec. I want to go back into your journey, though. Tell us a little bit more about the, the evolution of your career and like what what got you into psychotherapy and relationships in the first place. So I'm the you know I'm a rabbi's son. I'm the son of the preacher man, yeah. and um, for me, you know, helping people was something that I saw happen, you know, um, growing up, and I felt a certain you know this is a this is a good thing. This mm -hmm. is a People need, you know, other people and not everybody has capacity um, to be a helper and to do the kinds of things. And uh, I, instead of being a rabbi, basically, you know, I, I turned into therapist and, and, you know, the advent of and I, and I did therapy in the office um, um, for many for many years. And the advent of the Internet, um, you know, caused us to have things like where you and I are doing today, you know, where we can really spread the word and really put you know, the, the news out there that uh, the news is good, you know, and it's, it's not, the news doesn't have to be bad. I would yes. also say, you know, there was one day in 1995, I left my house to go on a uh, business trip to Florida. Mm -hmm. And my, you know, I got on a plane 
and my plane blew up, you know, as right before takeoff, you know, literally right before takeoff. And the craziest thing about it was, is that it was a delayed flight. People were begging to get on this flight. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like I saw people begging to get on this. And, and you know, within 20 minutes, we were sitting on the firehouse on the tarmac, you know, and I looked at these guys. I said, you still begging you know, to, get on, <laughs> to get on this flight? But what I took, but what they had us do was they, they, they it was in Atlanta. So it was right near where uh, CNN was. Mm -hmm. So they were on the scene quickly. So I called, they had us, you know, go into the place where you could call your house and tell your family. So I called. And at that time I had a three-year-old daughter mm -hmm. and my wife said, you know what? I'll call you right back. She's in the bathtub. You know, I said, no, don't call me right back. I said, go, go turn the TV on if you want. And you could see that this, you know, plane was on fire and, you know, all that. And, and, and in those times after that, when I got home after all that, you know, uh, let's say the smoke cleared. Um, I I didn't realize it right away, but I was doing general general um, psychotherapy, helping people, and all that. And I that made me realize how important uh, relationships and being you know with the person that you love. That life just isn't just here for us because you know and here one day mm. not here the next day that was a, a real example of a brush with reality as a matter of fact on the front of the, I look the next day I got back to Atlanta you know mm. from from where I was and I saw I looked on the front page and it says it's a blessing it hadn't taken off mm. you know and it showed this picture of this burnt to a crisp airplane you know which really would put the fear of you know god or everything in anybody and after that I really you know turned my attention to working with couples and trying to get them to realize that, you know, the months and days and weeks that we have just might not be here mm. for us. And we need to really um, get on it and work on it and not take it for granted and try to, you know, push to a, to a more joyous union than just the status quo. And uh, many, many, a thousand couples after that, you know, here I am, you know, a, a grandfather just mm. last week, and, um, you know, to that three-year-old daughter who now has, you know, a child of their own. And, mm. and um, life is serious, you know, and, 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 and love is serious. Mm. And it's important. You can have what you want, but mm. you got to ask. you got to step up and you got to get out of that comfort zone. And you have to um, recognize. And there's things you can do. So um, you can you can act differently. Um, and you can explore, experiment, and play. That's a, a good mindset to start with. It doesn't matter what happened in the past. Mm -hmm. Take it from now into the future. Mm -hmm. You know, if you never explored your spouse's, you know, body, do it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot to see. We are graced with these amazing bodies that have wondrous things that when we touch them, they do really cool things. You know, we can't, <laughs> you know, like. Uh, uh, like if you could imagine in life, if you could explain, if you had to explain to somebody from another planet what an orgasm was, mm. you know, how would you do it? You know, you you might get excited and go, "Well, it's fabulous," you know, and it's <laughs> or whatever. Um, but I, I I think you know there there's many things we can do, and um, and just ask me, you know, I mean, I mean take this, you know, where, where you'd like to, um, instead of there are a lot of people who who get into the habit of uh, with their spouses, with their partners of saying, I hate when you do that. Mm. I hate when you do it that way. I hate when you touch me that way. I hate, well, mm. change up on the language. You know, mm. say, I like it when, 
instead of I hate, say I like it when you touch me there. Yeah. You know, uh, fireworks happen. You know, when you hug me, and 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 I know that you love me and appreciate me. Mm-hmm. You know, for who I am, and I'm willing to do anything. I'm willing to go outside of my, you know, comfort zone. You know, mm-hmm. you want to bring a sex toy home. You know, well, let's take a look at it. You know, yeah. let's you know, bring some show and tell, mm-hmm. you know, to the, you know, to the party. And let's see if this is something, you know, that we can do. If I don't like it, I'll tell you. Yeah. But, you know, the opening, you know, of two, two, it seems, you know, s- they use sex to sell everything, mm-hmm. you know, in our, in our society. But yeah. we don't, we don't talk about it so easily. Mm-hmm. It's a very difficult topic. We're brought up for it to be a very taboo topic and we bring that into our relationships and um i think verbalizations the ability for couples to say what they want how they want it when they want it Mm. you know especially when they feel attracted and 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 you know sexed up and feeling good with each other is a good thing to happen in Mm. in in this world and uh, it doesn't but um it can be so be encouraged out there please be encouraged you know because I like I like what you said earlier about you know think back to the first year first year or two of the relationship and how you're glowing as human beings you know when all those sexual needs are getting met uh, I think it's really really powerful man and then with with let's say kids and life and responsibilities juggling Time. all this stuff how do you how do you go about bringing back that spark and the fun and the sex if someone feels like there's just too much that they're juggling. So a lot of people, you know, when asked, you know, when I, when you bring up, I bring up the topic at a retreat, um, uh, romance, being a romantic, you know, I'll ask, so is he romantic? You know, is she a romantic out there? You know, and, and I'll hear things like this. He's not very romantic (laughs) in that context or, or she wouldn't, she wouldn't move during sex, you know, if an earthquake happened (laughs) and you hear crazy shit like that, you know, because you know, people either, again, they think they're supposed to think that or they just kind of fall, you know, fall into that whole mm. thing. So I suggest to them that everyone can be a bit romantic and everybody can be a romantic and there's things you can do every day. Um, you can gather things to do even, you know, the way we as podcast hosts, we gather um, interviews. Yeah. You can gather, you know, so that we're ahead of the game instead mm. of being behind the, the yeah. podcast, we're ahead. Um in the same way, you can gather, you should get yourself, you know, a place where you find cards, you find, you know, post-it notes, you have pens, you you gather, you know, uh, chocolate kisses, and you try things, you know, I mean, in the old days, you know, we were brought up, you know, uh, Ward and June Cleaver and the Lever to Beaver, you know, that whole thing, you know, where the, the woman would be told, the way to get your man, you know, to be sexed up is just meet him at the door you know, uh, stark naked, you know, there'd be huge disappointment. (laughs) That suggestion would bring huge disappointment to the the world because, you know, Mr. would come home, you know, and he'd be tired and not into it and want to drink more than he wanted his spouse, Mm. you know, know, at at that point. But I I think from a romantic, if you hear from your, from your, um, person who loves you during the day you know you are the sexiest person alive you know mm. if they send you a text you know that says something like that or you yeah. get a card or you come home and there's some kind of string you know that's like the mystery string that you have to pull and it's you know you pull it and there's something that happens and you've just these are 
these are the things that make for romantic relationships. Mm. You know, it's not the, you know, the candlelit dinner at the most right. famous restaurant in town where you can, again, look at the plate instead of talking to each other. It's, mm. it's about um, appreciation. It's yeah. And it's, it's a novelty too, like new, new things, new experiences. Like what's this, what's this string? Like I've never seen a string hanging before. And, and that's just one example. But I love that it's, it's, there's, there's an infinite possibility, an infinite set of possibilities of what we could do to catch the attention of our, of our significant other and say, yeah. like, like let's, let's take them on an adventure. Let's take them on an experience to, to excite them, to get them um, curious, to get them more into that play and that joy, man. Even you're home and you hear the shower going upstairs, you know, and you go, hmm, I think, you know, hey, honey, like to have your back rubbed, you know, can mm. I clean your back for you? I mean, you know, there's an entree already. It doesn't yeah. have to be, it's not, and it, it is greatly appreciated yeah. by people. People mm. really appreciate that. And, you know, you don't even have to go out, you know, to, to have that happen. However, you have to know that. You mm. have to, be willing to, you know, put the chocolate kisses down that lead to a certain, you know, um, array of bath, you know, stuff that's going to happen, you know, and, and, and that kind of thing. And people follow the trail and they're happy because you did it. It wasn't like somebody came and, you know, provided, you know, romance in a bottle. You did <laughs> you, You're the one who did it. It came from your hands, your ideas. And that, I think, for many is probably the most important thing that gets people laid. You know, I think, you know, sometimes I've had people on my TV show, you know, that's, you know, where they've said, you know, well, I offer to, to be more present in the relationship and I, I vacuum the house, you know, and when I was finished, she jumped on me. You know what I mean? That, that, you know, that, I, oh, good. You know what I mean? So, you know, go out, get yourself one of those newfangled vacuum cleaners, you know, do a little more vacuuming and you might be doing some other kind of vacuuming. You know? that, you know, that, that's the kind of thing. I, I think also, you know, there's some deterrence, you know, that mm. um, there's a, like hygiene mm. and flannel clothes, you know, like lose the flannels, you know, <laughs> <laughs> lose the, you know, people uh, dress up once in a while. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to, you know, be, um, you know, little Mr. Don Juan, you know, all debonair or, you know, hooker for a day, right. you know, to get your spouse to, you know, to want to, yeah. um, you know, to, to want to have sex with you. but. It's a good thing, you know, to remember that, wow, you, you know, you come home and you see this, you know, person dialed up. Whoa, you know, that this is very different than coming home, you know, to flannels and sweats, you know, and not just not feeling it. You know, it doesn't spark you down there. You know, what I mean? right. And it's yeah. also it's important for the person who's making the effort as well to recognize that, because I think I, I would imagine in some relationships, there might be such a uh, status quo there that when one partner attempts to introduce play and joy and fun, um, it may or may not get noticed depending on how present or how available the, the partner is. And, and picking the right time. I mean, don't yeah. pick the time of somebody's favorite TV show. You know, to all of a sudden appear <laughs> half naked, you know, and or or with some kind of new negligee, you know, or something, because you're, you know, don't compete, you know, yeah. find a way, mm. you know. That, I mean, we should say, oh, there shouldn't be a competition. Well, you know, this is real life. Yeah, you know, let's be smart, have a, you know, common sense about it, and but but you have again, we have these these bodies. Mm. They got buttons and switches, you know, and you know, there we evolve with them, but we don't use them. We forget. You know, mm -hmm. like what, you know, that we, 
can make these things, you know, get, you know, people go crazy from it. And to, and to have an open mind, you know, mm. people don't, you know, don't, I mean, I, I think younger generations ha are more open to the whole area of romance enhancement products, mm -hmm. you know, which are, you know, a glorified way of saying sex toys. Mm -hmm. um, but sex toys, you know, are, are being used. Um, they're being used by, by couples who are having erectile dysfunction. They're being used in, and they're making a difference yeah. because what would you rather have, you know, uh, uh, help your spouse be fulfilled, you know, or have two unfulfilled people. Mm. Two unfulfilled people makes for very irritating <laughs> um, environment. Yeah. And um, I encourage women, you know, who have never thought about maybe, you know, um, um, masturbating, Mm -hmm. um, they brought up, you know, from a religious point of view or whatever, I, I pretty straight up with them, you know, about find a way to get fulfilled, uh, you know, without having to go outside, you know, that there are ways yeah. and you're going to feel a lot better about you and this, you know, while we're working on your relationship, yeah. you feeling better about you is going to make this a lot easier yeah. um, than, you know, the irritating status quo that you guys have fallen into. So. Mm -hmm. um, Hygiene, hygiene, very important. It's, you know, people forget, you know, we're like, uh, you know, well, we've lived each other, with each other forever, you know, so, you know, I could be like a smelly, you know, disgusting, you know, after basketball, like, get the hell out of here. You know, like, you know, I mean, if you like that kind of thing, great. Oh, I love it when you come, you know, to bed, you know, and just after you played four hours of basketball, you know, huh. Just, just don't come, you know, too close to me. <laughs> you know, and, and I ain't, and I ain't doing what you're wishing I would do, you know, right now. Because until you hit that shower, that's right. I wouldn't. That's it's right. not the thoughts, not even gonna even enter the neighborhood, you know, wow. of my mind. Wow. So. Well, it's, it's like the 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 effort, the extra mile that we go through in the beginning of the relationship too to date our spouse, to win them over, to consistently win them over. Sometimes in a relationship that can fade. So it's like really just making a commitment to ourselves, I think would be another big bonus to say, hey, I'm going to keep attempting every time or striving to win you over and make you feel like the luckiest person in the world and have myself show up as the prize knowing that I'm awesome and you're awesome and together we just get to play and have fun and celebrate each other because we're both awesome. And if you do that, Chris, you can expect to get laid a lot more often, you know, <laughs> for sure. If you approach it from the point of view that you just put out there, yeah. you can expect it because that's what's going to happen. Mm. Um, it's just a you know you you put the uh, it, it there is effort. I, you know we don't like to use the word work. Mm. A yeah. lot of people go you know you got to really work at your relationship. I don't like to use that word work because work <laughs> for a lot of people is a turnoff. Yeah. So but but those things you know develop mm. habits you know that 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 create atmosphere and create anticipation and novelty and you got you know a, a winner mm. of a relationship is there such thing as too much experimentation well you know some <laughs> people you know i guess that maybe that has something to do with whether you're experimenting inside your house or outside <laughs> you know, of your house i mean there are some people hey let's try to do it outside you know what i'm saying you know and you know, i mean they come home with poison ivy and shit <laughs> you know, like, i say that's the last time i'm ever listening to you you know like, maybe plan it out better make sure you know like you're in a nice soft patch you know yeah. like instead of 
um, or, 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 you know, God knows, you know, in the mountains where you think nobody's watching. Right. You know, but, <laughs> I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Um, th- th- there is another thing that, that I like to, you know, to bring up. And that is that for those of you out there who, who were victims, you mm-hmm. know, of something in your lives, um, especially sexual um, victim, and, you know, if you had it in your lives and you haven't told your spouse and there, mm-hmm. and I can't tell you how many people there are like that. Mm-hmm. It's not something you want to tell. It isn't something that you want to bring up. It's very painful, um, impossible for, for some people, but people who were victims of um, sexual and emotional realities don't look at life through the same lenses that, mm. you know, that, uh, you know, the happily married, why aren't we happily married? Well, you need to, you can, you can fix yourself. You can be, you know, people, trauma can be approached. You can, you can get past it, yeah. but you can't just try to get past trauma and be normal um, until you do something about it. And so there's a lot of hurt people more, I think maybe more than ever you know, um, out there. And I think it's important to, to bring that, if you love somebody bring and they, and you know, that you can count on them. If you can't, don't tell them it, don't tell them shit, you know, but if you, if you can count on them, um, which I hope you can tell them this horrible, I mean, the, the things that I've heard in my, you know, my time of, um, dealing with couples and you know when they kind of like pull me aside and say what really happened to them you know it's like well no wonder mm-hmm. you know you're you don't want to be um touched you know no wonder you're frightful of experimentation you know so it's not so easy for everybody to do that but there is treatment and treatment does work on trauma okay mm-hmm. and there's great phenomenal discoveries that have been made and you can be made whole and by finding somebody who who you really care about and who cares about you is the first step. Yeah. Um, they might not understand why you're, you know, supposedly too frigid or too something or other. Um, tell them why and get get yourselves to help yeah. because help is available. You know, compassionate, caring help who understand trauma, not just anybody, but people who deal with that. And then you can go live a life, you know, full and, you know, and have joy. Um, you know, you're looking through the lenses of a, of a fearful, scared to death, you know, little girl, you know, instead of the woman that you could become, you know, or the man, you know, because there's a lot of victimization of men as well. So. Zev, how, how would you recommend someone introduces the conversation of play and experimentation to their partner? I think you have to, you know, you have to sit down and say, there's something I really want to talk to, you know, to you about and, and approach it from a, from a, I really want to, you know, in, enhance our relationship. And I think it would, it would, um, if we were a little more playful, well, I don't want to be playful. You know what I mean? I, that's not what marriage is about. You know? <laughs> All right. You know, so you hit the first wave, you know, don't, don't give up. Right. You know, key, you know, and even if that first conversation, you know, this difficult conversation doesn't, doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Try again. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? In the same way as uh, the whole sexual thing, you know, um, make an appointment for another time. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you go ahead and you haven't had for a long time and then you go ahead and do it and it doesn't work or some body part doesn't work or somebody gets disappointed. Well, schedule another time, you know, to, um, to, to make it happen. I think you have to, um, we have to have some difficult conversations in our relationships. And um, as private and as 
uh, serious, you know, this is really important to me, honey. I hope that you're, you know, looking at this, this is like super important. This isn't something I saw, you know, on TV, you know, or, or, or some, you know, newfangled. On a whim. Like yeah. This is, a, you know, this is about, you know, something I've been thinking about and I don't know how to approach you and it's very difficult, but um, if you love me, we love each other. Let's talk about this because I really, I want that, I want to have this for us inside of our relationship. You know, I mean, I, I will tell you that if people are not open, you know, to certain things, you don't have to be open to anything that you don't want to be open to. However, you also have to recognize that some people will find what they're looking for and it might not be with you. Mm. <laughs> you know, and, you know, people do get their needs met outside of relationships. You know, it's no secret. It's no anything. You know, you live in California, don't you, Chris? I did. And now I'm, <laughs> I'm in Vegas now. even. Even more <laughs> people get their <laughs> needs met. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it just human needs find a way, you know, to get themselves yeah. relieved, you know, wh whatever it may be. It's yeah. just a, a fact. And um, I think you have to maintain the gains, you know, that you make um, yeah. um, with each other. Sometimes you, um, you can't just once, you know, and then think, okay, what we right. do? You, know, you have to, there has to be continuity, you yeah. know, with with whatever and conversation yeah and um and and spice yeah now there's gotta you know when we talk about spicing things up you know we need to spice things up around here well how are you going to do that you know what what particular spice are we talking about you know here? what's what's the plan what's the strategy is it in the calendar you know like is it is it important enough to like actually put something in place in reality instead of just saying okay we commit to this great honey great talk and then what do you actually execute on what does it look like in reality where what stores do you go to what restaurants do you go to what toys do you get you know like whatever it might be like really getting granular and detailed and then executing on it there's a conversation you know now that where you hear about um can you plan sex you know can you schedule mm. yes you can yeah, I have 100%. You right. plan everything else. You put it on the calendar, yeah. you put it on the calendar. And I guarantee you that if you put together time, whatever mm. it may be, on mm. the calendar, and you look back a month from now or two months from now, you'll see that, you know, you did way more in the past two months, you know, on the graph oh, yeah. you know, than you oh, did yeah. back who knows when because you know, there was a date. Yep. You know, it was a kind of a plan and, and, and you, you implemented it. It's almost, like, it's almost yeah. like if it's if it's not spontaneous, then it's not good enough. And I think that's like a trap that people put themselves in like, well, it has to be like natural and he has to or she has to like want it and, and you know, pop it out of thin air. So it's valuable. It's like, no, it's valuable just if if there's an intention that this is important to us and let's commit to it. And I think that commitment and following through on the commitment also builds the relationship, builds the trust. Like, hey, we can count on each other to show up for this important area of our life that we really want to grow in. Right, and the earth doesn't move every time. You know, the right. earth doesn't, you know, I mean, there are nice songs about it. I mean, there's songs, there's every song, songs about, you know, right. but sometimes it's just, it's sex. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, it's makeup sex. Sometimes it's, you know, it's touching Sometimes it's what you say, you know, it's what you do for, you know, for each other in this um, thing. You know, life, look, life can be pretty boring if you let it be boring, you know, and if you allow it, um, life will be boring. You know, I can pretty much guarantee that, that you'll be bored.
Yeah. Dev, do you feel like most people are connected with what their needs are? They're consciously aware of what they are? When I ask them, you know, when I meet with them, um, and a lot of times on the internet, I, I ask, I say, what are the three to five top needs that if, you know, they were, they were met this week, you would feel really good about yourself about, and they have sometimes have great trouble. Mm. Uh, sometimes they, sometimes they rattle them off faster than you can imagine, or even worse, <laughs> some people in their first sessions bring lists. You know? Zev, I've been waiting for someone to ask me. <laughs> God. Yeah, and they roll out and they roll out the list of 50. I said, 50? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Put that away. You know, put that thing away or find the top five, please. Here, take five minutes, and, you know, rip and throw the rest in this trash can. Right there. <laughs> and I was like, come on, man. What are you expecting from this? You know, it's like, did you buy a horse? You know, you got all these expectations of this horse. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, you, you got you got to get their, uh, you know, uh, commitment and consensus, you know, about. Um, but it is hard. I think it is hard for people to. Um, to say, especially if it's sensitive, especially if it's, you know, uh, honey, you know, I wouldn't mind if you, you know, if, if, if you touch, you know, if you touch my penis sometimes, you know, when we were adults, right. you know, sometimes, you know, like you can't just, like the whole issue of verbalization. Yeah. Verbalization in life is very important. And mm. there are love verbalizations. Mm. You're the sex, you look like the sexiest woman you know, alive. I love you, you know, th those kind of things. Then there's the soft core, soft, mm. you know, soft core kind of stuff like, you know, I'd like to lick every inch of your, yep. you know, body from head, you know, head to toe. And then there's the, you know, hardcore. And yeah. for some people are brought up um, with in their families, what's vulgar to one family is not vulgar yep. um, to the other. And they have to come to some kind of happy, you know, reasonable medium. But if they, if one person likes to hear you know, kinds of things. Well, why not? You might want to consider um, saying them. You know, is it going to hurt you? I guess that's you have to have a conversation with yourself. <laughs> is it going to hurt me? You know, if I say, you know, I want to like screw the the hell out of you. You know, from, <laughs> you know, from you know today till the end of time. You know what I mean? Or and and use you know the f word and you yes. know, and some people like to hear the f word when yeah. they're when when they're effing. You know, they yeah. they just do. Yeah. And 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 it and and it makes for for satisfying realities with them. Um, you know, we're not. You know, I'm pretty open. You know, I've I've come to this by being open. A lot of people are not. Yeah. They don't. You yeah. know, they're they're they think that this is inappropriate or it's not, and they have to understand that. You know, hey, guess what? What turns on one doesn't turn on the right. other, and you pick this one. You know, so let's let's help them, right. you know, get what they need, you know, yeah. and if you have to say, you know, um, fuck, you know, once or twice, then, yeah. you know, um, you might consider, I'm right. not going to tell, you know, I say, I'm not telling you to say it. I'm just saying <laughs> you might want to consider, you know, instead of having, you know, your person that you love, you come to find out that they went to some, you know, S and M dominatrix, you right, know, right. and, and or, or you look on the computer, which a lot of times people leave their computer on. You you look at the search thing, you know, nope. and you see the shit they're Oh my god! <laughs> sometimes sometimes they're leaving that browser on on purpose. I think you know, like, uh, and you know, some people a lot of times in 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 cheating, yeah. you know, in infidelity, people get caught, you know, by leaving their browser. 
um, yeah. on. And, you know, you have to question sometimes whether or not they might have wanted them to see, you know, like that in the back of their minds, mm. um, because if they really, really cared, you know, that, you know, what that's going to do right. you know, to create the kind of horror that happens after yeah. infidelity of trying to put Humpty Dumpty back together is mm. not an easy task. And uh, people do, you know, look, we're humans. We're all humans, you know, and, and I guess that brings us to a topic, which is probably a, a really important topic, which yeah. is forgiveness. Mm. Forgiveness has everything to do with um, with um, sex, with relationships. You know, you know, we, we talk in terms of make up sex. So we talk in terms. One, one time I saw um, the wife of one of the most famous evangelists, you know, that 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 is no longer with us. And they asked her, you know, in your marriage of many, many years, you know, the, I, Personally, Zev, I've been married 36 years. You know, it's Congratulations. A That's awesome. And, it's, and, and, and what's the most important thing they asked her um, in your marriage? And she said, forgiveness. So what do you read from that? You know, you read from that, that these role models, these bastions of purity, you know, yeah. that, that, are, that, that you looked up to and you listened to their words and you listen, also put their pants on, you know, the same way you do. Yep. And, you know, they fight. And they piss each other off and they get irritated as hell and they bring their stuff from their, you know, family of origins, you know, to yours. And it clashes like oil and water. Mm -hmm. and, and you wish that, you know, that that it didn't, but it does. And, yeah. and, and you you utter those words, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I'll do better next time. honey. you know, it's not not so hard to do that, but mm. it sure is hard for some people, yeah. you know, to do it. I mean, it's damn hard. <laughs> just even like well, I'm 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 sorry sorry <laughs> you know and and you know words words have to be you know active you know if yeah. you're apologizing for something you did that really hurt this other person don't expect them to be you know your um your favorite sex partner yeah. you know and, and happy sex partner because they're not going to be they're where they got something in there you know that's blocking you know and yeah. you can unlock you know, the secrets, you know, of, of, um, of a better, more intimate life, but you got to do something, you know, you can't just brush over people think, you know, sometimes I guess we teach people mm. what we can, what we can um, take and what we can. Some people on their heads, take advantage of me. You mm. know, it says, take advantage mm. of me. Um, <laughs> if it says that on your forehead, you know, and people can read that, I think it's, you better get an eraser. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and put another message of like, um, you know, don't screw with me, <laughs> you know, because I, you know, I, I, I bite. There's, retribution, <laughs> there's retribution in your future. You know? I, I don't know. I just, I think we teach people how we want to be um, yeah. active to sometimes. And I think in relationships, that's really big because we, it's close quarters. Yeah. And so people see predictable behavior. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to be unpredictable. I think it's good to do, you know, something. And, and I, I will tell like a uh, um, a couple who's in the status quo, um, if nothing's happening, I'll say, you know what? And the one who really wants things to change, I'll say, please announce that you've decided to take this new course, you know, that, that you've been wanting to take, you know, and it will be on this time and this time and this time. I won't be here. Mm. Okay, You cannot imagine 
the shakeup of the status quo that that does. That wow. puts another person in, you know, they've been watching TV for God knows how long. All of a sudden, you know, somebody goes, I'm taking a course. It's on Monday and Wednesdays and I just ain't going to be here, you know, so you're going to have to do dinner and you're going to have to do this and you're going to have to do that. Man, that screws with people <laughs> in, in a very positive way. Yeah. Very, very, you know why? Because you're talking for yourself. You're speaking mm. up for yourself. Yeah. And, you know, if if you don't speak for yourself, don't expect other people to speak for you. They're not going to. Mm. You got to step up. And and I know it's difficult, um, but but you do have to step up and and uh, and raise your hand and yeah. say, you know, either I'm doing this or I need help yeah. or I need you to do this for me. You know, thank God we're not telepathic. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not suggesting, you know, any desire for humans to be telepathic. <laughs> that would definitely change my profession. And I, would want to, and, and, and I would be out of the profession quickly because um, there are things that we think that other people shouldn't read our minds. Yeah. It wouldn't be a good idea. I mean, yeah. uh, think about that for a second, Chris. You know, you know, just, you know, you're looking at some people sometimes you're reading them and you're going. You don't want them to know what you think. Right. <laughs> That's for sure. Yes. I love you it. You talk to lots of people. I talk to lots of people. Yeah. Yeah. Yourself. And I think I want to go back to the communication piece because I think um, being willing to have the tough conversations to break up the status quo, that's that's important. And often it might even be easier to say, hey, I'm going to work on myself and be, uh, you know, dedicating this time in my calendar. That might be a, a easier next step than, let's say, having this tougher conversation about sex or about reintroducing play or intimacy or whatever it might be. Uh, spontaneity and so i think communication like really having... is big. what was that because communication is is nonverbal, and communication is also comes through announcements yeah. it come, you know we get it people make an announcement you know about something uh-oh something's changed you yeah. know what's going on here uh-oh things are you know this is not what i'm used to this is i'm not comfortable with this well you know what comfortable ain't always so great mm. you know comfortable you know, um, sometimes some people are comfortably uncomfortable. Yep. And, uh, and and I think that that it, it might be a good thing to do that. And, and I agree with you that that is huge, mm. um, you know, to step up and, and make an announcement about it. rather than, you know, jump into a fire. You don't have to mm. don't jump into the fire, mm. jump into your own fire, say, you know, fire yourself up, go out and, you know, develop something about yourself um, that you haven't. And you'll send a message not just to your spouse or lover, but to to the world. Yeah, you know that. Uh, question, I got a question for you, Zev. Is there is there um any kind of like seasonality or stages of relationships? Like as a as an overview, like you know, in the first couple of years, this happens, and first two, decade or two, have you noticed any kind of patterns? Well, that show you know, up the, like that. The world has. The world has. You know, they got things called the seven year itch. You know, mm. they got. You know, they've got them all. You know, two years, seven years. Right. If you can make it past seven, you've got a good <laughs> chance of making it all. You know, I mean, look at the divorce. Look at the divorce rate. It's fifty. You know, it's over fifty. It's huge. Right. Right. Um, you know, which doesn't say that marriage is bad. Mm -hmm. It just says we're not doing marriage very well. The due diligence you know? first off, and then the communication. Yeah, like we do the beach great in the United States. I like the way they do it in Europe better. You know, mm -hmm. it just looks like they do the beach better. To me. You know, when I saw it, I go. They do the beach better than we do. <laughs> and, and I guess we have to admit that. 
you know, sometimes, but uh, it is that way. So. Yeah. So there, you haven't found any kind of, let's say, um, relational seasons um, that a, a couple may naturally progress through. I I don't know. Everybody's from such different backgrounds. You know, yeah. it used to be my my wife and I lived across the street from each other. It just so happened it was a wow. sociological thing that happened wow. back then. You marry people in a certain geographic sure. kind of thing. Now, Walton's Mountain is over. You know yeah. what I mean? We're done with that. You know, there's no, um, and, and we come from, from such different, you know, cultures and, and there's a mixture and all that. But there have been attempts and, you know, go to the bookstore and look up, you know, what you're asking. Mm -hmm. You will find, you know, people who have written, there's a book, The Seasons of a Man's Life. You know, it will lay it out. If you want to buy into what a particular, you know, person or scientist says about your life, fine. You know, well, this is supposed to be happening now. Now I'm supposed to be, you know, impotent. You know, now I'm supposed to not be able to get it up. You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not so sure that that's such a good thing, you know, to mm. put, put yourself like I'm a young granddaddy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a young grandpa. Um, I know some people younger than me that I would think are like 150. <laughs> they act like they're 150 years old. I'll never act like 150 years right. old. I always act like a 20 or 30 year old, you know. And that's I'll be kicking, you yep. know, till you know, um, you know, when when they take me, I'll be kicking. Yeah, you know, that that's for sure. So I think I understand what you're asking. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there have been um, huge scientific studies about time couples. Sure. You know, who has a tendency to be together more, mm -hmm. who and all that. However, people don't take those science tests when they get together mm. you know when they you know when they get there all hot and heavy sex you know and they get married and all that you know well i'm not so sure that's going to help them yeah i think what's going to help them is you know what they got yeah and you know what they're willing to do you know and all yeah. that but yeah. um we all want a guide we all want a guy. Yeah. Well, it's like, so it's, I, it's, what do you want? Like, what do you want to create in your relationship? What's your, what are your wildest fantasies? Let's like get connected with that possibility of like, what could be, and then we'll brainstorm and strategize on how we can get there or what's the closest that we can get there. You know, what, what's the closest that we could come to fulfilling that fantasy in partnership, in communication? I think you got to verbalize, you know, yep. I think that, that the biggest mistake people make is not is underestimating their partner's um, range mm. and ability to accept or to understand that they have needs wow. and that, you know, that it would be nice if those, some of those needs got met. If you don't say it, you know, forever hold your peace because you're not going to get, and, and you might be holding something else in your hand too, mm. you know, by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just the way it is. It's powerful. Zev, this has been, been awesome, man. Is there any final piece of wisdom you wanted to share with our audience, brother? I, I just, I, I think, you know, again, you know, the first message is please explore, please experiment, yeah. please play. And um, one thing I forgot was develop rituals with mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. Rituals have been correlated with happiness. Yeah. Couples who have their own private rituals, not necessarily religious, but their own. We, we take a bath together on this day. We do this have been, it correlates with happiness. So find your ritual, you know, find something that you like, find something that he or she likes mm -hmm. and, and do it consistently. And um, the, the, the scientists say that'll make you a lot, a lot happier and you'll be a happier person and a happier couple. Mm -hmm. um, 
you if you do that. So that powerful. Zev, this is just the beginning, this is just the tip of the iceberg with you, man. And so I want to tell our audience how they can stay connected with you, how they could get your support in growing themselves and their relationship. What do they do next, man? So you can find me at zevhalpern.com. Okay. Um, I have, I work now in conjunction with a lady, Tiffany Toombs, okay. who does a lot of limiting belief stuff. And we're, you know, we're doing a couple's retreat, which I did in California last year um, with Marshall Silver it's called Unlimited Stimulation. This year it's going to be called Ultimate Stimulation. It's yeah. going to be in Carlsbad um, in, in April. So go to uh, the face, Facebook page, you know, um, Zev Halpern Relationship. Um, coach relationship and intimacy coach and also go to the success secrets of um, successful relationships where you'll find um, Tiffany and I you know putting stuff in every day we do lives and things every day with really good stuff that'll help your relationship you know advance and move you know uh, forward um, in, a, in a pace that you want it you want it to so um, and, and hey email me anytime zev at zevhalpern.com I'm happy to answer your questions and I'd love to talk with you. And yeah. I can't thank you enough, Chris. It was a lovely, you know, an hour of really getting down into it. We got down and dirty. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, Zev. You're you're a champion, man. I love just the play that you bring, and I love that you're willing to have these seemingly tough conversations for a lot of people. But when we just talk about it, it removes the charge. It removes the taboo, the stigma. And I think that's that one. That's what makes a great relationship is when you can talk about anything and feel free uh, and accepted and loved, knowing that you can bring in anything to the table. So, like just opening up these these doors of intimacy. To each other's soul and in our hearts and our minds it's it's just amazing work that you're doing man so thank you thank you for what you do brother thank you thank you and everyone go to www.zevhalpern.com that's z-e-v-h-a-l-p-e-r-n.com and zev i appreciate you man you have a great rest of your day okay and you too thanks so much bye-bye see you soon from the bottom of my heart thank you for tuning in Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, 
Master yourself. Create your reality and make every day your best day ever.